So everything written about him is great. When someone is great, you can't write something else about him. <laughs> Hallelujah. It has to be great. So our God is great. I say our God is great. Praise the name of the Lord. You're welcome to the first Sunday in the month of November. Hallelujah. Is that, is that thank God? Oh, praise God. Good to see you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody said acknowledging people is it part of the message. Yeah, I saw it in Romans. <coughs> Paul, a whole chapter was dedicated to acknowledging people because God is interested in people. Hallelujah. God is not software nor hardware. He's people wear. Hallelujah. <coughs> Last Sunday I started talking about breaking through every limitation. I don't know why the Holy Ghost is taking us through this. Probably there are things we need to break into individually and corporately as a church. And we, you see in the realm of the spirit, the language of force is recognized. You, you, you don't tell the devil, you better leave me right now. You better let me get to where I'm going. He's never going to allow you. Only forceful men advance the kingdom of God. The Bible says right from the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And violent men, he's talking about spiritual violence, not talking of you carrying cutlass. He's talking about spiritual violence. And he says violent men forcefully advance it. Hallelujah. So we're looking at breaking through limitation, every limitation. Because uh, when God set a vision before you, uh, the devil is going to try to limit you. Uh, circumstances will limit you. The, the system that operates in the world will try to limit you. But you are not going to stand there and say, if God is interested in me, then he's going to just help me like that. You will need to fight your way. Even the children of Israel have to fight their way. You won't tell the devil, you better leave this my body. You will need to fight it. Hallelujah. And so we saw through the scriptures last week how men fought through, how the three servants of David broke through the host of the Philistines to, to bring water to David. Hallelujah. And Jesus, our master, has given you and I water to bring. He speaks in his word. He wants to see men saved. Hallelujah. You know the greatest water you bring to God is getting men saved. Let me tell you again. The greatest water you draw to God is getting men saved. Getting them to, to come to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And, and but it won't come easily. We will need to break through every limitation. The reason why God made you read the cause you are reading or the cause you will read or what you will become is to bring people to Christ. You must never forget it. The reason why you will shine is not to just it's because Jesus wants people come to him. Hallelujah. And so you must zero down every achievement that God gives you even your beauty is for that purpose. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we, we saw through the scriptures last week. Uh, breaking through every limitation. And, and I'm still continuing on it. Today I want to talk on God's master manual. To break through limitation. God's master manual to break through limitation. You see. God has given us his word and his promises to break through every limitation and come into the fullness of what God has for us and stand on the platform of righteousness and be all that God wants us to be. Hallelujah. Turn Bibles this morning to Isaiah chapter 40. This is a prophetic message that God was giving to Zion. Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 9. It says, Oh Zion. When he's talking of Zion, just looking at that phrase, he's talking about the church. Are you listening to me? Amen. 
If you read Psalm 87 verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, talking about Zion, he said, his foundation is in the holy mountain. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Jacob. Glorious things are spoken of you, O city of God. Hallelujah. In the days of David, there was actually an enclosure in Jerusalem that is called Zion, but it was a type of the church. And I will show you in the scripture. Psalm 110 verse 2. I'm just looking at that word, O Zion. This is an instruction to Zion. It says, The Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of what? Out of Zion. Hallelujah. Rule in the midst of your enemies. The rod of God's strength is going to be sent out of Zion. Out of the church. Hallelujah. Psalm 50 verse 2. Just talking of Zion. It says, Out of Zion. The perfection of beauty. God will shine forth. Where we go, shine forth from Zion. The perfection of beauty. Praise God. Psalm 48 verse 1 to 3. Just looking at Zion. It says, great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised. How many of us know that song? Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. In the city of our God. In his only mountain. Beautiful in elevation. You are already elevated. <laughs> That's why you are seated together with Jesus in the heavenly places. The joy of the whole earth. What is the joy of the whole earth? The joy of the whole earth is not Lagos. Of course, it can't even be Lagos. The joy of, La of the whole earth is not Melbourne. Beautiful city and I've been there. Hallelujah. The joy of the whole world is not San Francisco. The joy of the whole world is the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. The joy of the whole heart is what? Mount Zion. On the sides of the north. The city of the great king. God is in our palaces. Hey, you are one of the palaces of Zion. And God is in your palace. <laughs> I say you are, you are a palace in Zion. You are not a hut. He said God is in our palaces. The place of beauty and authority. Kings have palace. Are you listening to me? Praise God. The king of kings has palaces. And the kings he has made, we have palaces. Praise God. The Bible says God is where? God is in the palace of Zion. He is known as refuge. Hallelujah. Somebody said, you need to show me that in the New Testament. I'm going to show you. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. So I want you to know that when he's talking to Zion, he's talking to the church. He's talking to you. Praise God. It says, uh, verse 18, Hebrews 12, verse 18, for you have not come to the mountain that may be touched, like Mount Sinai, and are born with fire, and to blackness, and darkness, and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the words should not be spoken to them anymore. Do you know where this happened? When they came out of Egypt on Mount Sinai and God descended on Mount Sinai in smoke and fire and people said they don't want to listen. Hallelujah. They were scared. The Bible says we have not come to the, that same type of experience. Something much better. Hallelujah. But you have come to what? Talk to me. Are you ready on the screen? Where have you come to? But you have come to Mount Zion. I don't know if you have been to Israel. So if he's talking of going to Israel, he's not talking to you. Are you listening to me? So the Mount Zion here is not Mount Zion in Israel. Are you listening to me? It's Mount Zion of the church. That Mount Zion in Israel in the time of David typified. Are you listening to me? Praise God. But you have come to what? Mount Zion. Somebody say we are in Mount Zion right now. Oh, what is Mount Zion? To the city of the living God. Uh-uh. What is he talking about? The heavenly Jerusalem. Praise God. To an innumerable company of angels. 
You know what angels like to be around us? Praise God. They come to fellowship here. To what? The general assembly. Where decrees are made. Oh, oh, oh. What does it mean? And the church of the firstborn. Amen. Now, now understand that. One of these days I'm going to I'm going to teach on the church of the firstborn. Are you listening to me? He is not talking of the church of the only begotten. They are two different things. Jesus was all the only begotten son of God before death and resurrection. When he resurrected, he became what? The firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. So this is his church. I said this is his church. The church does not belong to anybody. The church does not belong to anybody. It belongs to Jesus. What did he say? He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. God use you to start something. Doesn't mean you are the owner. I hear so much about the owner of that church. There's no owner of that church. Jesus is the owner. All you will ever be is that God use you as an instrument and you have your reward. Are you listening to me? Amen. It says uh, to the church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. Somebody said I'm registered in heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, oh. The Bible says who are registered in heaven to God the judge of all and to the spirit of just men made perfect. I just showed you so that you know that Zion is a type for the church. Are you listening to me? So you can actually lay hold of every instruction to Zion. And that's why you will say People will be glad at their names that they were born in Zion. They will be excited because he's talking about the church. This is what Abraham looked forward to. The Bible says he looked forward to a city that has foundation. Hallelujah. Didn't Jesus say, Abraham rejoiced to see my days and he saw it. Do you know when, when Abraham saw it? When Abraham saw it? Yeah, when he went to offer his son, that's when he saw it. Amen. You know how he saw it? He saw as he laid down Isaac, Jesus would be laid as a lamb. Hallelujah. And when he received him back, Jesus will rise back from the dead. In that place, he saw it. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're back to that scripture in Isaiah chapter 40. I just show you the scripture for you to not say this. That's the Old Testament. It's talking about Zion. Are you listening to me? It says, Oh Zion, you who bring good tidings. So who bring good tidings? Zion. What is the good tidings? The gospel of Jesus is the good tidings. Hallelujah. Get up. Somebody say, get up. Oh, oh, talk, 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 talk as if you really want that person to get up. Talk, talk it boldly. Talk it like a military man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain. Oh, Jerusalem, the city of peace. He is our peace. Hallelujah. You who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength lift it up be not afraid somebody said i will not be afraid say to the cities of judah the cities of praise you are cities of judah you are cities of praise inside of you is the god almighty the creator of the heavens of the heart hallelujah say to the cities of judah behold your god Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand. And his hand shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him. And his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs, the newborn babes in Christ with his arm. And carry them in his bosom. And gently lead those who are with young. Those who are pregnant with divine visions. He will lead them. Hallelujah. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand? Measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure. Weigh the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord 
or as his counselor has taught him with whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding beyond the nations as a drop in a bucket and are counted as a small dust on the scales look he lifted up the eyes as a very little thing in this scripture i want to begin to show us god's master manual to breaking through every limitation that we come against zion amen every limitation that we want to hinder us from fulfilling destiny from doing what god has called us to do we are breaking through it somebody say i'm breaking through it say i will break through it in the name of jesus the first point here is get up into the high mountain for you to break through the limitation that the enemy set on your path you need to get up into the high mountain why was it telling iron to get up into the high mountain what does the high mountain represent the high mountain represents the place of higher perspective the place where you see things more clearly when you fly in the plane and you look down on the city you're coming from you have a better view true of us a higher perspective of the city if you go climb cocoa as nothing that's the tallest house in the bottom have they built another one oh that's too bad that's celebrating the past amen that was built in 1950 something also 60 something it was built and that's the only one we still have hallelujah but you see if you climb you are able to get on top of that building and it's possible to look through you will have a higher perspective a better perspective of this city than somebody who is standing in Mokola. True of us. So when he's telling Zion, get up to the high mountain, begin to have a right perspective of that situation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's like God is calling you to the place of elevation. He's calling you to leave the low place and come up higher. The same way God told Abraham in Genesis 13, 14 to 15, after Lot has gone away from him, God said to him, lift up your eyes. Amen. Lot has just taken some portions of what looks like a good place. But God was telling Abraham, you need to have my own perspective. So the first thing to breaking through any limitation is to have God's own perspective of that situation. And the only place to have it is the place of what? Higher elevation. The place of higher perspective of what God is doing. Are you listening to me? God is doing something. And we need to see it the way God is doing it. We have said it several times in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 to 5. The Bible says in the year King Uzziah died, what happened to Isaiah? He said, I saw the Lord and his eye and lifted up. And his strength fills the temple. And he saw the old angel cry, holy, holy is the Lord. The whole heart is full of his glory. May you see that situation from God's perspective. The place of elevation. It will help your faith. It will help you to be established. It will help you to pray. Are you listening to me? There are some situations you will be thanking God for. That God has brought them your way. Because you can see it from God's perspective. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, get up into the high mountain. Stop staying in the low mountain. Get up to the high mountain. So we said the high mountain represents the place of higher perspective, the place of ele elevation, uh, elevation in God. It also represents the place of higher mentality, upgraded mentality. 
Amen. I heard us this morning as we are teaching in the word exhortation about the fact there is an upgrade in the spirit. Just like there is an upgrade. Everything you see in the physical, they copy something from the spirit. Are you listening to me? In the, in the spirit, there is upgrade. How do I know? You know, the scripture says in Ephesus, Paul saw some disciples. They were disciples. Who are they? Disciples. But they were asked, Have you received the Holy Ghost? They said, We don't even know whether there is any Holy Ghost. Hello? But who are they? They were disciples of John. They said, We don't even know. We, our own computer is not yet upgraded. It can easily be hacked. Are you listening to me? So what baptism? Why you then baptize? Ah, Baba baptism. John, is we are John the Baptist. That's when the first Baptist church first started. We are Baptist. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he said, Ah, even John spoke of someone. Hallelujah. And they took them and expanded the gospel to them. And they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. What happened? Upgraded. Now somebody say upgrade. They were upgraded. So we need. It's the place where our mentality in God. Our thinking is upgraded. By our revelation of God. Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. It's the place where we are transformed. In Matthew chapter 5. The Bible says Jesus seen the multitude. What did he do? He went up on a mountain. He upgraded. You see, he lifted up the standard. Because the multitude can always climb the mountain. Amen. And see those who came. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. So, upgrading our mentality takes some effort in God. Are you listening to me? He didn't say the crowd. No, the crowd just want bread. Bread and fish. Fine. But there's something God more than bread and fish. The Bible says when he went to the mountain and his disciples, they are ready to climb the mountain. I challenge you, climb the mountain. <laughs> climb the mountain. They climbed the mountain. And the Bible says, and he opened his mouth and he began to teach. When you are on the mountain, you will hear what others will not hear. Did you hear me? Everybody said, yeah, yeah. But when you get to the place of uh, in the mountain, your, your, your mentality will be upgraded. Hallelujah. In, in Matthew chapter 17, you know, Jesus said earlier in that scripture, there are some of you who will not see death until you see the Son of God come in glory. And many people think he was talking of them living forever. That's not what he was talking of them. He was talking that some of them are going to have a revelation of him. And the Bible says, uh, after six days, he took Peter, James, and John, his brother, three guys. And he took them and led them up to where? On a high mountain. Amen. He led them where? On a high mountain by themselves. As they are climbing that mountain, they can't carry jumps around them. They have to throw all the back. Have you seen mountain climbers? They need to be light. So, he took them apart by themselves and took them to that mountain. And the Bible says on that mountain, what happened? He was transfigured. The same Jesus they have been seen was transfigured. Something changed in those guys. Amen. They saw him shining. Because what he said is that there are some of them that will not see death until they see the Son of Man come in glory. So they saw him and they have not seen death as at that time. That's when that scripture was fulfilled. Are you listening to me? And in shining glory. And Peter said, Oh my God. Let's build three tabernacles here. One for you. One for Moses. One for who is Elijah. So that when it's convenient, I will run into Elijah tabernacle. And when it's convenient, I will run into Moses tabernacle. But the voice of God intercepted him. Hallelujah. May God intercept you. 
when you want to make commit an error may god in his mercy intercept you may he block you from committing error the voice came and said no this is my beloved son it's no more about moses it's no more about elijah this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased hear him so we don't hear the law we hear jesus hallelujah so something happened to the disciples something upgraded in them how do i know second peter chapter one spoke about it peter was referring to that when we saw him on the holy mountain the word of the prophet were made sure hallelujah the mountain represent a place of upgraded mentality i pray that we will yield ourselves to god so that god will upgrade our mentality to begin to think like him i was meditating on this scripture i think two days ago that we have the mind of christ we have what the mind of christ we begin to think like christ when you face those limitations you begin to think like christ when jesus set his face to go to jerusalem the bible said he set his face like a flint nothing could stop him hallelujah praise god revelation chapter 4 verse 1 the lord spoke to john come up either and i will show you things which must be hereafter hallelujah upgrade yourself come up i'm challenging you come up you have stayed in that level for too long is somebody hearing me today i say you have stayed in that level for too long their spiritual understanding their spiritual revelation there are things more than bread and butter christianity you need to come up in your understanding of god you need to come up in your knowledge of god you need to climb the mountain so he says zion if you want to break through get up to the mountain amen say get up to the mountain the place of higher perspective the place of upgraded mentality where you are transformed how do you get here second corinthians chapter 3 tell us as we look into the perfect law of liberty we are being transformed into the same image hallelujah continuous looking amen continuous looking so look to god through his word to get upgraded mentality to have higher perspective amen so the first instruction to zion was get up into the high mountain the second instruction is lift up your voice amen lift it up with strength from that higher perspective from that upgraded mentality from that place of transformation what are you going to do talk as if you are really lifting up your voice talk it boldly lift up your voice how with strength hallelujah so that's the second thing once you have a good perspective a higher perspective of god and of the situation what are you going to do you are going to lift up your voice you know every time the devil will want to call you down the devil wants to steal your voice and replace it with an echo the devil wants to to mute your word he wants to intimidate you he wants to oppress you he wants to steal your voice when he sent all those problems against job in one day all he wanted was to steal Job's voice hallelujah he uses sin intimidation oppression addiction, harassment you know i think it was yesterday i was i was i was reading somewhere yeah in the book of heart the bible says uh, king herod harassed some people in church amen and the lord said to me oh, that's, that's the strategy of the devil is to harass now did he harass he took one of their leader pew kill him straight away harassment the church was thrown into and they they bring them they brought themselves together and said, something is happening we are enjoying the blessing too much we are not having time to pray 
and they began to pray. But you see, he has already seized Peter again. He has seized Peter to kill him. But the Bible says prayer. I like the way King James put it. And prayer was made by the church. Prayer was manufactured. Prayer was born. Hallelujah. And as they gave birth to those prayers, the Lord sent his angels. Hallelujah. And he shut down the expectation of the Jews. But if they have not prayed, they will still keep it up. I'm telling you, nothing will happen. Amen. He harassed. He sends harassment when we are least expecting it. Particularly sometimes after, after you are experiencing, you have just experienced the miracle and you are excited. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know? The devil will try to harass you. Amen. And all he does is to steal your voice. Is to make you think your faith is not working. Is to make you believe that the miracle is not going to happen again. Is to make you believe that the son of God is not in charge again. Hallelujah. But don't give back. I mean don't give in to his harassment. Even if he has used sin to harass you. And you have committed sin. Run to God. Are you listening to me? He tried to use sin to steal the voice of, 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 of David. What did David do? He cried to God and he opened up. Are you listening to me? He wrote Psalm 91 and gave it to everybody. So what else do you want to talk about? Hello? This is the sin I've committed. I have repaired. Here is it. So where will you gather to even say anything again? He has confessed. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. So he couldn't steal his voice. The Bible says lift up your voice with strength. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 4 verse 16 to 21 he tried to steal the apostles voice through intimidation and threat. They brought them after they healed that, that, that cripple. That's why I told you that after a big miracle the devil is always waiting to hit you again. Are you listening to me? So when you already have one miracle you are celebrating. Don't just go there and say, ah, no need to fast again. No need to, ah, God is God has taken over. Yes, he has taken over. But the devil is still not dead. Forget those fall and die prayer. He doesn't die. If he has died, eh? if the devil has died, why is he disturbing everybody again? He does not die. But you can cast him out. You can restrain him. You can stop him in his operation. But you know what? He will come again. Even for Jesus after temptation. The Bible says he left him for a while. So don't ever think it's permanent. Like, ah, my brethren. In fact for the past six months I have not seen the devil around me again. It looks like the devil has already, is on the day. He's a lie. In fact, as we are talking. He's already about giving you a, a slap. Are you listening to me? So they said. What shall we do to this man? For indeed, a notable miracle has been done. The devil cannot deny what God has done for you in the past. But he would rather hinder you from getting something else. They say, we cannot deny that a notable miracle has been done. But let us do what? Oh, let us severely threaten them. So that they will no more speak at all in this name. Let's intimidate them. When persecution comes against you, it's to intimidate you. When people talk bad of good things you have done, it's to intimidate you from doing good things. In fact, the more you should do better things. Amen. You give and they malign you for giving, give again. Hallelujah. You preach the gospel and they beat you up for preaching. What are you going to do? Preach again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They said, let us steal their voice. Let them not speak again. And Peter and John told them and said, you better listen yourself. Is it, is it good to hear you or to God? But we will not but speak the things that we have heard. Hallelujah. We had you hear it in the place of high elevation. Amen. And so he couldn't steal his voice. Don't let the devil steal your voice. Lift up your voice. How? With strength. Oh God, I don't really know why I'm not getting breakthrough. No. Lift up your voice. How? With strength. He sent Goliath to steal their voice. 
in first Samuel chapter 17, 23 to 27. Goliath, every day we speak, and people will run away. They lost their voice. But one young boy came who is not living on the low ground. Hallelujah. Who is living in the place of high perspective? Who is living in the place of elevation? And 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 as he was speaking, you know, actually, David was not preparing to go and fight Goliath. No, no, no. He was just on service. You are a prepared vessel. You must be constantly prepared in the word of God. Not only when they say, come and do exhortations. Ah, I need to prepare. We are, where is that text Bible? And ah, I've not read. No, that, you're not read. The Bible says you should be instant in season and out of season. Hallelujah. You should be ready. Because it's not a show. It's a life. So David had been living that life, casting, you know, uh, uh, some demons of, of lions and bears and a bush. And so when he got to that place, uh, the boy was singing and worshiping God uh, in the place of higher perspective. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall know. That, I mean, it was just bubbling. And then he had somebody who was speaking from the loo. And David did not run like other people were running. Your reaction to situation will be different when you are living on the higher perspective. What did David say? David said, what shall be done for the man who killed this Philistine? Nobody was talking of killing. They were all running away. Hallelujah. Their voice was stolen. And at the end, they told David, he will marry daughter, a nice daughter of the king. Somebody said, good reward. Hallelujah. That's fine. Anyway, I don't even have money to pay dowry. But if I will get that, that will be fine. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And as he said it, we saw it last week. His brother was the next person the devil wanted to use. To steal his voice. Shut up, boy. You have only come to see the battle. David said, is there not a reason? He just turned and he continued. I'm challenging you. Turn and continue. If somebody said, I won't listen to you, look for somebody who will listen to you. If you preach to 10 people, they didn't get saved, look for the 11th one. If you preach to the 11th one, he abused you, look for the 12th one. If you look for the 12th one and he slap you, look for the 13th one. If the 13th one kick you out of his hand, look for the 14th one. There will be someone who will listen to you. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. David kept speaking it. He kept saying it. He lifted up his voice with strength. And eventually, his voice got to the king. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, I love 1 Samuel chapter 17. It says, now when the voice, when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul. If he has kept quiet, we didn't hear anything. After Eliab has spoken, he said, sorry, 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 brother, brother, sorry. Brother, I will not do it again, brother. Okay, I'm sorry, sir. I'm going no more. Ah! And he's going. If you ever regret it, I could have killed that guy. There are some miracles you would have gotten. But because you stop your voice, you stop your voice from saying it and saying it and declaring it, I challenge you, lift up your voice with strength. I say lift up your voice with strength. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to Paul in Corinth and he said to him, Keep speaking. Acts chapter 18. Acts chapter 18. Verse 9 to 10. You see, he was preaching the gospel in Corinth and they were trying to cause crises in the city. To stop him from preaching. To call down the voice of Paul. To steal the voice of Paul. What did the Lord say to Paul by night? Verse 9. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid. But speak. Somebody say speak. And do not keep silent. For I am with you. And no one will attack you to hurt you. For I have many people in this city. I got a good news for you. God has many people that he wants to use you to save. 
God has many people that he wants to use you to touch. God has many people that he wants to use you to reach. And I challenge you, don't keep quiet. Lift up your voice with strength. Hallelujah. If you cannot get transport fear, walk. Don't let anything stop you. Have three kilometers to go preach. Praise God. Amen. Couldn't afford money to go, but I could afford my leg. Are you listening to me? Hello. I could afford my leg. So I put my leg on track and preach. Preach. So don't let anything stop you. Keep speaking. Somebody say, keep speaking. Keep doing that which God has put in your mind. Keep praying. Keep talking to that person. Keep sharing the gospel. Keep sending that message. You send a message and he warns you. If you send that nonsense to me again, I will block you. Pray again and send as the Holy Ghost lead you. Are you listening to me? Somebody shout hallelujah. You may need to change strategy, but don't keep quiet. Lift up your, do it the more. Are you listening to me? You pray over that thing and the, the day came, you didn't get a result. Don't stop praying. Lift up your voice. Your miracle is around the corner. The limitation will be broken. In the name of Jesus. As you lift up your voice with strength. Not, you know, after the devil has slapped some people a bit. They, and they want to preach. Can I share the gospel with you? Who are you talking? I'm sorry. It's just gospel. As he's talking, he's going back. It's just the gospel of Jesus. Anyway. I know that, I, I'm no! Hallelujah. I remember going to preach the gospel in, in one city in Oshun State and I got to the house of this man who is an Ogboni. Amen. As I knocked on his door, he came out looking fearful. And I was a young boy, probably around 20. Hallelujah. There's an old man came out. He said, what do you small boy want here? I said, I'm not small, I'm great in Jesus. Hallelujah. And I began to preach the gospel. And he said to me, you are recanting incantation against me. Do you know who I am? I said, sir, do you know who I am? I'm the child of the king. He got mad, went inside, brought a horn to make incantation. I kept preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. I stood there, I kept preaching the more to him. Praise God. I know these days we are too, we are too soft. No, don't let the devil slap you too much. Come on, oh. if, if the devil hits you, just run back. It's good to run and you will fight another day. Hallelujah. The devil can run me out of the city. I said the devil can't run me out of the city. No matter what he does, he can't run me out of the city. I'll pray the gospel to that man. Hallelujah. Cast out the demons in him. Praise God. We had our cruise. I think that village was called the Quenido. Amen. It's in, it's in Oshun State. It's in the Asia area. Hallelujah. Pray the gospel. I think today we are too high tech in preaching the gospel. Are you listening to me? Amen. Don't let him steal your voice. I said don't let him steal your voice. I said don't let him steal your voice. These are the days we cannot even go in the rain. I remember we were preaching in a village called Inyafawarogi. It's a village. It means banded yam is all around a tree. And why they said that was because in that place they have what we call breadfruit. I don't know if you have seen breadfruit before. Breadfruit. Oh. Breadfruit. It's like yam but light. Eh? And they can plant. I think we have some of the trees somewhere. Are you listening to me? So that's why they call it in here for Warogi because that's like yam in the tree that we can plant. You know Africa? Why the white man is trying to preserve the animals? Africa is thinking about to kill all of them and make it here. And eat them. <laughs> that's the way we think. Hallelujah. So they call it in here for Warogi. And we're preaching in that village and we're holding a crusade. And in our house to house evangelism, we met a witch that everybody feared in the village. And the witch came out. He said, do we know she's a witch? I said, you are welcome. 
Charlie said, you cannot preach in this village without my permission. He said, without who permission? And I remember about four of us gathered around him and we began to pray in tongues over him. We were just going around and praying tongues. And praying tongues over. Hallelujah. And he said, you will know. Because tonight there will be no crusade. As I will cause rain to bombard you and send you back out of the village. I said, ah, they never born you. Hallelujah. And so we gathered the crusade. And we were prepared, we were praying in the house, uh, not too far from the crusade ground. And as people were gathered singing, rain started truly. And as rain started, I was going to the stage with a woman who is the wife of a big man of God right now. She was going to interpret for me. Amen. And I say no more prayer. Let's go. It's time for, 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 for demonstration. Somebody say demonstration. Hallelujah. And we went to the center of that place. And we were already running. As I climbed the stage, the Holy Ghost took over. When you take action in God, the Holy Ghost will take over. And I said, nobody should run. Today we want to see God who is mighty. Hallelujah. And I spoke to the heavens in Yoruba language. And I said, oh heaven, hear the word of the Lord. Be still. Some had even put in Jesus' name. Because you see, God did not actually say we must be appellating everything in Jesus' name. He's understanding that name and living in that name. Not in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's not what gets the job done. Are you listening to me? And as I prayed and spoke, within three minutes, the heaven cleared. And people started running from everywhere into the crusade ground. Hallelujah. You know what? We didn't even know behind the crusade ground, she has already made a, a magical pot and put fire there. And as long as that fire goes, the rain will keep coming. Hallelujah. And while I spoke that, the Lord spoke to some brethren. Go shut it down. And they, and they shut it down. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And the next day, the woman ran out of that village. They ran out of that village screaming. And multitude were saved. We planted church and the church is still in those villages. Hallelujah. Somebody say, lift up your voice with strength. The last one I will share today. I have like seven, but I will only share one more today. The third one is this. Uh-uh. Behold your God. Somebody say, behold your God. Fill yourself with the vision of God and keep your focus on him. Behold your God. If you go to that scripture, when he said, lift up your strength, he said, behold your God. Stop beholding the world that the enemy has made around you. Stop beholding the limitation itself. Begin to behold your God. Hallelujah. Begin to fill yourself with the revelation of the mighty God that we sang about this morning. Hallelujah. Who breaks the grip of the enemy. Put your mind on God and his greatness and his mightiness. Isaiah 45 verse 22 says, Look to me and be ye saved. Who are you going to look to? God. All you hands of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. I swam by myself. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return. That to me every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall take an oath. Hallelujah. As you behold your God. That's the God you see. Amen. Not the man that spoke to you in the office that you will never preach the gospel in this place. Not the man that spoke and said you will never be promoted in this place. No. Not the demonic forces that try to harass you. Behold your God. That's what the psalmist meant when he said in Psalm 16 verse 8. I have said the Lord. Always before me. How many times? How many times have you said your God? Always. Because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Said the Lord always before you. Not your problem. Amen. Not your joblessness. Not the sickness. Not what the devil is doing. No. Stop describing to God what the devil is doing. Oh God. 
If you really know, you will be crying with me. If you know what the devil is doing for me. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The devil is doing his job. Eh? Don't you, you know his job is what? Steal? Kill? You don't need to find out his plan. Say, Satan, what's your plan for my life? His plan is already in the Bible. Steal? If you give him, he will steal. He will kill. And if you don't take that, he will destroy. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, I am come. The solution to stealing, killing, and destruction is the life of God. The life of Jesus. I have come that they might have life and have that life more abundantly. Hallelujah. Behold your God. Somebody say, behold your God. The revelation of the mighty God in us. We break the grip of the enemy over our mind. The revelation of God. You see, these days we, we, we are too gentle in knowing God. We don't persist. We don't spend time in the presence of God. Are you listening to me? We don't spend time in his word until something changes on our inside. Until we behold our God. Are you listening to me? We just want a formula. Formula 1, read Psalm 1. Formula 2, read Psalm 2. Put it in water, bait, it's finished. It's a lie, that's not finished. The word of God is not my... You have to spend time in it. Behold your God. Hallelujah. Daniel 11 verse 32. It says, Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God, what we have put to them? They shall be what? Strong. And they will do exploit. Hallelujah. Behold your God. And expect him to come. Are you listening to me? He says, behold. Isaiah 14 verse 10. The Lord God shall come with what? A strong hand for you. Hallelujah. And his arm shall rule for him. When Nebuchadnezzar threatened the three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3. Verse 13 to uh, verse 14 to 15. He said, Is it true that you guys do not bow to my God and you do not worship my God? What did they answer him and say, Please, sir, it's a mistake. We will not do it again. We, we didn't know you, ah, we didn't know it's your word. Some Christians will even tell lies when they are faced with opposition. Hallelujah. The three guys in verse 16 said. Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to go back home. We have no, we don't have to, to prepare our answer. Our answer is that the Bible says we must be prepared to answer anyone who asks us about our hope. They are challenging us and telling us that the things we hold here in the scripture is not true. Are you listening to me? And sometimes we keep our voice down. Hallelujah. So they said, Our God is our God. Number one, it must be your God. It must not be the God of the pastor. It must not be the God of the general overseer. Are you listening to me? No. Even David told Solomon, know the God of your father. No matter how tall your father is, you need to grow your own height. Are you listening to me? So, they say, our God. You know these boys? If you know the story of these boys, you know, when they got there, Daniel was the leader. Are you listening to me? He was the one that first of all had that revelation, that insight. But these three boys were, and he called them, they are his friends. You can influence your friends in the right direction. When the king wanted to kill them, the Bible said he called the three friends and told them, he led them and said, let's pray. We need to take our stand in this place. But for me, I have proposed that we will not eat of the And they also said, ah, alright, we are going to follow you. Hallelujah. But by this time, Though Daniel has grown his own height, they need to grow their own. Is somebody hearing me? Let me ask you the question. When the king told them to bow, where was Daniel? Why was the Bible silent on Daniel? Did Daniel bow? Because he talked of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know what happened? Let me tell you. From understanding, <laughs> the king already bowed to Daniel. You remember? Whoever you bow to can no more bow to you. So the king and Daniel are on the same pedestal right now. Are you listening to me? 
Remember, it was the Daniel that spoke to the king for them to promote those boys before. But they need to get their own promotion in God right now. Did you get it? So, Daniel was not involved in this because Daniel and the king are in the same level now. So, Daniel is exempted. Hallelujah. So, the three boys said, we need to grow also. Hallelujah. Instead of having that brother, you two grow. They could have been saying, hey, don't mind Daniel. Daniel should have spoken to the king and they should have extended, they should have at least called us not to. No, 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 no. It's time to grow your own height. See it from God's perspective. They said, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. And if for any reason, choose to do something we, are not yet we don't yet understand, we are not going to bow to you. Because we don't worship your God. The king has never seen anybody who spoke like that. And he said, make the fire hotter. Even when the devil tries to make the fire hotter, it's a greater promotion. Somebody shout hallelujah. When, when he makes the fire hotter, God is about to manifest himself. The Bible says the guys who threw them in the fire, what happened to them? They died. But the boys got in. And the fourth man was already inside. I said the fourth man was already inside. And they were walking and, and having great fellowship. I mean, they, they needed that experience. Hallelujah. Praise God. And what happened? The king went. He said, hey, didn't we three, throw three guys in? But I can see four. And the appearance of the fourth man is like the son of God. How did he know there is a son of God? Hallelujah. And he called them out. For every promotion, there is a test you need to pass. He called them out. Oh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What happened? Their appellation changed. Servants of the living God. <laughs> the Lord will single you out of the crowd. I said the Lord will single you out of the crowd. That opposition, that brick wall that the devil is putting in your way is not to stop you but to advance the kingdom of God through your life, through your ministry, through your job in the name of Jesus. He said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the living God. That's how God will be elevated. When they say that job cannot be done, nobody can have that solution in your place of work. And you spend time praying. And the Lord gives you that revelation of how to solve that problem. And when you come to the board meeting, you say, let me make my presentation. And when you make it, you say, wow! How did you get it? God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come out. And when they came out, they said, let's check them. And the Bible says they checked their head, everything. There was no smell of fire on them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He didn't know the name of the fourth man, so he cannot call him. And the fourth man is still in that fire. So that when you enter your own fire, he said the flame will not kindle upon you. Because the fourth man is still in the fire. Is waiting for you. Hallelujah. 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 If you get into the fire, the Son of God will protect you. He said, when you pass through fire, the flames will not kindle upon you. When you walk through the water, it will not drown you. He did not say you will not go through the water. He did not say you will not go through the fire. The one who walk upon the sea is still on the sea. The one who walk upon the trouble sea is still there. Hallelujah. It's time to take your stride upon the sea that is drowning others. It's time to advance in the kingdom of God. Behold your God. We come with a strong hand. It's Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. It's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. It's Jehovah Tsekenu, the Lord who is your righteousness. It's Jehovah Mekadiske, the Lord who sanctifies you. It's Jehovah, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. Behold, the Lord will come with a strong hand in the name of Jesus. And no limitation will stop you from advancing in the kingdom of God from advancing in the purposes of God from advancing in the plan of God that vision that God has given to you is going to come to pass every one of them as you stand your ground as you go to the place of the house
high mountain as you do not allow the devil steal your voice and as you behold your God instead of beholding the situation behold oh God we come with a strong hand jump up on your feet glory to God oh pray in the Holy Ghost behold the Lord God we come with a strong hand say Lord come in your power I behold you I behold your righteousness I behold you I behold your grace I behold your power I behold your presence I behold your beauty before the Lord God we come with a strong hand he's coming for you over that situation to drop down those limitations oh God open my eyes why don't you say Lord open my eyes to see you open the eyes of my heart to see the mighty God to see the mighty God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that is at work in us oh God open my eyes that I may see you the mighty God who is able that may see your walk that may see your beauty that we stop beholding the limitations and beholding the problem behold my God we come with a strong hand my God we come and fight my God we come and save my God we come and heal my God we come if we come I behold you I behold the mighty God it doesn't matter the situation around you it doesn't matter the incubators around you it doesn't matter what the devil surrounded you with the Lord your God is coming behold your God behold your God he will come with a strong hand if you are sick in your body the Lord God will come with a strong hand if the enemy is attacking your business the Lord God will come with a strong hand if the enemy is fighting you in the habit the Lord God will come with a strong hand as you make up your mind for a change thank you Jesus holy kalabashata holy kalabasukotoya holy kalabashata holy kalabashotoya the Lord God we come with a strong hand the Lord God we come with a strong hand the Lord God we come oh glory to God oh glory to God say Lord come say Lord come say Lord come in the name of Jesus oh glory to God speak to the limitation it's time for them to collapse whatever they are they will not stop you from getting to your destination from fulfilling your assignment from reaching souls for Jesus oh they will not stop you they will not stop you they will not stop you you will excel thank you father in Jesus mighty name we pray say the Lord my God we come with a strong hand therefore I receive the Lord I welcome the Lord into my life into my home into my situation Lord come with a strong hand cross every opposition dismantle every limitation let me become a voice for you in the name of Jesus let me become an extension of your kingdom and your government on the face of the earth in the place you have called me to work to represent you in the name of Jesus whatever profession you are in you are there to represent God Daniel represent God as a student eventually represented God as a leader you will excel so that men will come to you for wisdom you will excel 
wherever you are walking, you will be the best. Whatever business that God has committed into your hand, for the sake of the kingdom, it will increase. It will draw attention. The attention of the government. The attention of the top people. They will come to you. Nations will come to you. They will seek for wisdom at your mouth. They will ask you how you come about your intelligence. How you come about your administration. In the name of Jesus. How you excel in your studies. They will come to you. Thank you, Father. We are going to take communion. The fellowship of the body and the blood of Jesus. We take it once a month. It should be every day as they do in the early church. But we do it once a month. As we partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. I want to receive revelation of this almighty God.